a wild woman? Have you been burned for particular gifts in your life or beliefs or what you and standing unapologetically and what you know is true for you? And what do I mean by being burned? Because that sounds really dramatic. In, a, in the modern era, there are still women being burned for their beliefs. And we, when we talk about burn, we want to think about the witches that died um, and lost their lives because people thought they were witches. They're really healers and all those things. Because a witch really is a healer, a midwife, etc. And so what does that mean, being burned? I want to talk about this because it's something really dear to my heart. That, you know, I, I heard someone on social media the other day say, oh, well, women aren't, you know, locked up in mental institutions anymore for spiritual gifts. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting perspective because actually that isn't true. Um, so I want to talk about what I mean by being burned. Have you ever been, you know, being diagnosed wrongly for having a mental illness? Have you lost your freedom and been locked in a mental hospital for your psychic, your spiritual psychic gifts and people just thought you were mad? You might have been diagnosed with a mental illness, been medicated, falsely medicated, held with against your will. Have you been told you're an unfit mother because of certain beliefs? Have you lost your job or told that you're, you know, basically lost your job because of your beliefs? Have you been outcast by your community? Have you been rejected by your community? Have you not fitted in anywhere? This is what I mean. I want to give you some examples from my life because it's the only life I know well and I have no one here with me. So, you know, I was diagnosed. I started having a relationship with spirit when I was 12. And then because of my family thought I was mentally ill, and kept telling me to put my feet in the wheel when it wasn't true. I ended up seeing psychologists and psychiatrists and all that. And I ended up being, you know, them saying I was mentally ill, leading to a 30-year relationship with a mental health sister in the UK. And there's women today, right now, in a mental hospital somewhere, who are still being burned for their beliefs. There's some women somewhere being held against her will, being told she's mentally ill because she has spiritual gifts. Because the problem with the West, is, especially the UK, and I think as far as I understand, it's the same all over. They Nobody in a, in a health system wants to believe it's something spiritual. There has to be a medical or a diagnosis. The medical model has to be involved. When I was in hospital in and out for those years, I had numerous you know, psychiatrists, doctors, however you want to call them, tell me that they... They couldn't understand why the medication wouldn't work. Yeah, the medication didn't work because I didn't have mental illness. And really, it, it took me a long, long time to free myself from that system. And the, so women are still being burned, I want to just say that. I then ended up in court fighting for my children for an abusive man. I lost my children for a mental illness I don't have because I was mentally ill. The hilarious part, well, hilariously, ironically, is that I don't have my own, so I don't, you know, I shouldn't have lost my children. And often, you know, my story is not unique. There's same stories, there's worse stories, there's, you know, even, you know, much more, you know, like, oh my God stories. 
And I just want to talk about it because we don't talk about it as women. We don't talk about it as a collective. We don't really talk about it still happening now. We also, I want to bring an awareness that, you know, some of us, because of those situations that led up to, you know, breaking free and being free right right now in this moment, I'm absolutely free from all that, in this, in this sense. So, um, even though we've been, you know, we've experienced all those things to date, it then can be very hard to find your voice, to feel safe, to really trust your gifts, because you then might say, oh my God, maybe I am mad. Oh my God, maybe, like, these gifts aren't real. And maybe I am mad, or trusting yourself in when that's happened, or finding your voice and being able to use it 100% can be hard, can be a real struggle. And I think we hear a lot about, oh, just find the courage, just get out there and share your voice. It's not that easy for some women. I decided no matter what, I was going to use my voice. I'm not, I was, at the beginning I decided I was going to do it. I was going to make my life mean something for my children one day. So if they know that when they find out the truth of the story, they'll know that I did something. And I think we need to stop telling women to like, just fake it till we make it. Now, I personally was stood up and talked and talked even before I was really confident in doing so because I just felt like I need to change this for other women. And I still, really, that's a lot of my motivation is, is I would never want any other women behind me to ever go through it. But I also think we need to stop saying to women, Oh, just fake it to you, make it, or you know, just push through the just push through the fear. We have to help women to come to terms with being burned and whatever that in the whatever way that is for them, or because of you know, this is one story from my life, losing my kids. That doesn't mean I'm not uns- I'm not safe now, and it can feel very unsafe. It can feel like you're walking on eggshells. It can feel like the ground is going to swallow you up at any moment even with spiritual gifts, even when you have a connection with a higher plane, a higher source. What we have to just keep going, and know we're doing it for the greater good, we're doing it for the collective, we're doing it to bring awareness, we're doing it for other people never to experience whatever that thing is we're so passionate about. My thing is for no woman to ever be burned for her spiritual beliefs. My thing is really understanding what that journey is like Understand how difficult it, when you've been through those things to find your voice. Understanding how really, 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 really difficult it is to build self-trust, even though self-trust is built from new actions. I want to say that. Uh, it's really difficult to feel abundant when you've lost so much. It's, and I, you know, I so relate. And it's really difficult to have self-love when all these things have said about, been said about you that aren't true. And I just thought, I really want to come and talk about it. I think we need to be aware of the collective. We need to be out. More women need to stand up and talk about their experiences like me who have been burned. There are women. There's women who put me in books as well. And I think we need to come and bring awareness to what it really means to have spiritual gifts. What it really means to our life personally, to maybe our children's life that we, you know, maybe here, may not be here to what it really means to be able to self-trust and to self-love because all these things are rooted in this journey if you've been burnt and if you've had an experience of that and being constantly told that you're mad or you're imagining it 
or you know, put your feet on the real world. That is, that's been told to you over and over and over and over again. Repetition builds, you know, belief. And so, if you how many time how many times can you be told that until you believe that it's true? And then when you realize you've got a spiritual gift, even though you know you have, like, you know, intellectually and intellectually, you know, you're not mad. But then you will start doubt yourself, and you will think, "Oh my God, maybe I'm mad. Oh my God, maybe this isn't true. Oh my God." And I want to bring this to awareness. And really, this is where my mission was born. And I want to start invoking this again. This is what I'm about: breaking, breaking, you know, down barriers when it comes to women being burned for their beliefs, losing their maybe their relationship, their children their community being rejected, outcast, being outcast from wherever they grew up, especially if you grew up in a religious background with parents who were religious. I didn't. It was but it was quite difficult. For me, it was very difficult. So if you have, I can understand it even more. And, so, you know, there are consequences of having gifts, spiritual gifts, and other gifts. There's consequences. And I want to talk, you know, about this more, the consequences of the things that you often... You know, there is a cost of following the path of a, a woman with spiritual gifts. There's such a, there is a big, big cost. And I think we need to talk about it more. We need to bring it to light more. And we're super, you know, we become the queens of not fitting in. We're absolutely the queens of not fitting in. We're outcasts. We talk about people pointing at you, saying things. And then, to, then you know, to come into the world and then say, right, I, I accept these gifts. Now, how do I move from this place? And the first, obviously, self-love, but that, how difficult is that, really? It is extremely difficult. I've really worked on it for the last 12 years. You know, I've not mastered it 100%. I'm going to be honest. I am mastering it. I, nobody, I think, can master it 100%. You know, it takes a long, long time. And I'm, I am mastering it, and I am. You know, self-love is one of the most important things, I know. But I think, you know, when you've had these experiences, and then say, people say, well, all you've got to do is love yourself. That sounds so like, well, yeah, and how do I do that when I don't know how to do it? How do I do that when everyone, you know, has been making judgments and being unkind and uncompassionate and not under, and, you know, and, and all these things, and maybe all the loss I've had up to now, how can I love myself in those moments? All I can say is to breathe and to know that you are the most important person in this journey. And what you know is true, I believe it is true at a soul level. If you know that you have spiritual to give them what people have said, people have done, people have acted, rejection, and, and, the, and not fitted in, you know why those, why those people did that. And you know your gifts are real. And you just have to love yourself. And I'm not saying that's easy. It's really, really difficult. And I want to bring that to awareness. You know, when we say, you know, just feel abundant. If you've lost, you know, things in your life and things have fallen away and you've had to stand on your own and you've had to deal with life on your own because of spiritual gifts, being abundant is not easy. But, you know, abundance comes in wealth, health, relationships. What if you're standing there like I was when this all happened, you know, to, for 10 years ago before, when I, before I decided to change my life? When I when I lost my in those moments I lost my children I did not feel abundant, and I think you know feeling abundant is a journey as well a big journey, and it does come from within and it's fine we will say it comes from within but how do you feel abundant, when you have no health your well health isn't really good, 
you certainly don't feel wealthy and you probably are very lacking in relationships, especially if you've been through some painful experiences for your spiritual gifts. How can you feel abundant then? Well, all I can say is, you know, there's a special spiritual and practices you can do to feel abundant, but also, you know, I, I, I say I'm joyful, I'm blissful, uh, I'm joyful, I'm blissful, I'm soulful, I'm wealthy, healthy. I if if you say I am, your brain doesn't know the difference. Successful, I you know whatever it is that you want to bring into your life, I am just I am like that in the present moment, and I think that's one way to just start building it. And you know, if you repeat it, repetition brings a different result, and you can you can feel abundant, and I think it's abundant. You know, when you say a kind word to someone, that is, you know, being abundant to the, and that can change the day. When we smile at somebody, that is, you know, showing abundance to somebody. When we have time to spend with somebody and really listen to them and understand them, that is abundance. When we serve from a pure place, not from scarcity, but being present in the moment, that's abundance. And I'm not saying that it is easy. It has not been an easy road for me. Uh, I just want to say that in it. I say, especially when you've, you know, you know, you know, had consequences for your path, and self trust again is about how do we trust ourselves when every time we have something, you know, like me, you know, I lost kids, I lost, I was in and out of the hospital system, whatever it is that you can put in place of my thing. I know that self-trust is really difficult. It's difficult to speak your truth when people said you're a liar in court. It's difficult to trust yourself when everyone around you keeps telling you you're crazy and you're like, oh my God, how am I going to trust myself in this position? It's difficult to, to trust yourself when up until now, that really hasn't been evident that you can trust yourself or you feel like it hasn't been evident. It's difficult if you haven't walked the walk. And, I, and you know, I, I know if you listen to this, you probably have walked some kind of walk. So I want to say, you know, self-trust starts a new action now. I am not trying to rush out and make the great big life, life-changing decision today. You know, it, you know, ask it, you know, even start with like, do I want a hot drink or a cold drink? And trusting that. Do I want to go out or stay in? Do I want to read a book or go for a walk? You know, you have to start small. You're not going to build self-trust, making big life-altering decisions. And it is like baby steps. And you will build self-trust and there's much more you can go much deeper. I just thought I wanted to come and talk about this because this is where my mission was born. And I'm realising the more I hear people talk out of, you know, arrogance in a way, but like they don't know because they haven't experienced it. I want to say that, you know, there are women still... Still, you know, consequences of the spiritual gifts. There are women still being burned in court systems, in health systems for their gifts because people won't actually be open to something more. You know, I am an out-of-box thinker and I'm blessed that I am. And so I can hold space for women who have also been through this. And I want to talk about it more. And I will be back uh, this week to talk about my second step in my signature program I just thought I'd talk about this first it feels like a burning thing I need to talk about about you know abundance and I'll do a whole podcast on that this this week sometime I hope you have an amazing week 
If you like this, please like it. If you think it's useful for someone, please share it and have an amazing rest of your weeks. And you can do this. I can do this. We can do this together. Have an amazing week.